Hello again. Welcome to the PBF podcast. Hello, Sammy Rigby. Hello. That was slightly different. Was it? Yeah. Just had a little different tweak to it. So that's good on you for keeping it fresh. That must have been subconsciously <laughs> doing it because I certainly didn't... Uh, it was a tiny bit. I'm not quite sure what, what, what it was, but I can't pinpoint it. It was definitely different. Okay. <laughs> good afternoon. Another little bit closer to some form of normality. Yes. Has your attention turned to the whole marketing of things when... Uh, Step two comes into play and you can reopen the doors. Are you going to go with kick the Corona kilos opening special? Oh. <laughs> yes, because you, you know, go down that route? You know I'm all about that sort of uh, thing. I might do a yeah, kick the Corona challenge. Yeah. yeah Are you going to do that? KGs. Oh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> not really my style. I believe that things have turned in terms of the whole we're in this together and unprecedented times. People are jack of it now. Well, you certainly are. I when I say people, I mean me. Every ad you, yeah. that is on the television now, yeah. as we face these challenging times, mm-hmm. in these unprecedented times, mm. we're going through a lot right now. Mm. I know. We're all fucking living it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's done. I know. You said the other day, you're like, stop running these ads. Just run the normal ads. Just run the normal ads. <laughs> it's absolutely fine I now. think it was that, that one, I don't know, it's like a... Is it a camping one or a car one? It's like, we can't go anywhere at the moment. We're all going to stay home, but never yeah. stop dreaming of your next adventure. Yeah. You're like, just fucking stop it. Just <laughs> put the ad on for the normal thing. All right, we'll be there in no time. Just stop. Yeah, it's not adding to that sense of foreboding, that it's kind of not. heaviness. No, that's right. And you know what? what's getting even more ridiculous? And I'm, ga- I'm not – because at the back of the start, there was something poignant about it. That's fine. That was two months ago. We don't need it now, mm. but it's all the television stars – in their homes, oh, telling yeah. us to hold on. Yeah, and it's the same I with know. celebrities trying to be all inspirational to us while they're holed up in their $30 million mansions. Yes, yes, we're in this together. You, I well, saw one woman today, it was like, oh, I had to get rid of most of my staff. I've only got two staff here in isolation with me. <laughs> and then the person who interviews her goes, oh, how are you finding that? She goes, oh, it's been pretty tough to adjust, but, you know, we'll be okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> only two staff on board. <laughs> You hang in there, tiger. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be all right. It'll be okay. I thought um, what you were going to say where enough was enough was the – because the poor old travel shows. We're a bit of a fan of old uh, getaway. Don't mind a bit of postcards, postcards too. Postcards is all right. It's all right when you're desperate. <laughs> but um, it's what's going to happen to getaway. Well, what they've done well, – well, I mean, I know they just keep rehashing old well, fucking places. But how long can this go on for? Well, what they've done, and I've noticed it this week – is that Catriona, who you love Catriona. I fucking hate you, Catriona. She's delightful. What have you got against Catriona? Oh, the reason I hate her is because one of my flatmates used to just fucking love her when I was growing up. I lived with these boys and they fucking loved her and they used to bang on about her all the time. I was like, what the fuck? What's so special? She's fine. But she's... There's a, there's this sort of way that she speaks. I'm that's, sure some people find it lovely. That sounds like jealousy. Yeah, it does. I know. The <laughs> other one, like that, that I don't love is that Nigella Lawson. Same yeah, type same of thing. thing. Everyone kind of gushes over her. The, it's the way they speak, it's and it's the, the cutesy and the bosominess. Uh, and it's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I They're all bosoms, and that's this voice that they use. And I, I tell you one thing about Catriona, I love what the way she says Budapest. Yeah, <laughs> the proper way. The proper way. And she makes sure 
She makes Every sure time. that yeah. you know that she that knows, she knows yeah, yeah. how to say yeah. Budapest. Mm. And I'm sure when the getaway people are scheduling all their trips back when they were, mm. no one else could go to Budapest exactly. except for Catriona. <laughs> so she could say Budapest. Yeah, yeah. What other celebrity person don't you like? Oh, the vet, Katrina Warren, who oh. was on Harry's practice. Yeah, I don't like her. Because I used to work in a pet shop <laughs> when I was young and they came and filmed a segment there. Was it Harry's practice they filmed? Yeah, would have been. And she didn't know a boy budgie from a girl budgie and had to ask me. It's like, fuck, you're the one that went to fucking uni. I only work in the pet shop. Blue for boys. Fuck. She's, oh, that's right. I do love it when a vet show comes on. Because you worked in the in the vet, and you and did all a bit the of study, and you all did a dogs, study, don't I? Yeah, I love my animals, <laughs> and I do know a bit about them. I did my old animal attending course, so I could manage a fucking pet shop, which was fucking hideous because we had puppies and things there, and that's how I ended up with a lot of animals. And you had to take it's them terrible. home at night. I'm assuming. I used to. Well, no, they slept in the fucking cage out at the back of the pet shop. But we, I used to foster them out on the weekends. So yeah. I would, and I would take them home. If there was one there by itself, I always took it home. I would just stick it in my handbag and just get on the fucking bus and the train. Yeah, I did. I just like, fuck yeah, don't tell me what to do. And I'd get to work like two hours early so I could play with them all, let them run around and they'd shit everywhere. Oh, fuck. It's terrible. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree because your mum did that in a quite a swanky uh, hotel. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember that? At the yeah, Sheridan on the Park. Yeah. Sheridan on the Park. Yeah, Ruby stayed there. <laughs> Mum's chihuahua. <laughs> That was my sister's wedding. It was, and she just took her. Well, she just does. This is the thing with my mum. Again, don't tell her what to do. She has this little dog called Ruby. It's a fucking chihuahua. It's about as big as a pat of butter. <laughs> Had a stroke once, so its tongue sort of sticks out and, you know, hangs out the side. It's very cute. It hates children. It hates most people. Anyway, mum just takes it wherever she fucking goes and she has a little handbag and it fucking gets in there or she'll just have it wrapped in a fucking blanket on a lap. Like she'll go to restaurants. It doesn't matter. She just takes a dog wherever she wants. Most of the time people don't see it, but she took it into, had it with her at Sheraton on the Park and left it in there while something was going on, probably we were at the wedding, and the housekeeping <laughs> come and it's like, bah, 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 bah. so they, um, when mum gets home, there's a slip under the door, you know. Can you come it, see can us? Can you come see us, please, because there's a dog in your room. Anyway, mum rings when she gets back and she goes, I don't even know what the fuck you are talking about and they're like well we saw the housekeeping saw a dog in your room mum's like i don't know what housekeeping what drugs they're on what what you know what is going on and then she says i hope there wasn't a dog in this room because my mother is highly allergic to dogs <laughs> and she's sleep she's in the room with her right i think there was something along the lines of Oh, you know, my mother's got dementia, or you know, maybe she barked like a dog. It was something like this. There was sort of this. There was this. <laughs> there was this sort of story like that kind of went dog. with it. Because I remember them when they checked out. I remember Granny was in the wheelchair and Mum was wheeling her out, and they're like, you know, and Mum's like, I'm refusing to pay because there was no dog. And then Granny's like, pretend barking. <laughs> 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 like Mum's wheeling her out, and Granny's like, <laughs> 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 and they just wheeled on out of there. So, yes, I wasn't fall far from the tree. Fuck. So fucking funny. Let's get into it. What do you got this week? Have you actually checked this yeah, week is probably yes. the most pertinent question. Yes, I have. Now, what have I got here? Hinchy82, she's on uh, Instagram. She says, <laughs> hi, hi, Sammy and Kev. Yeah. Re-episode 22, discussion about gladiators. Aaron Pedersen's co-host was Kimberly Joseph. Correct. 
correct. Oh, I, and I had to. You know what? I, I went back and Googled Aaron Pedersen to see whether he actually had teeth because. He doesn't smile He doesn't anymore. smile in Mystery Road. God, he's a surly fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And he's got a lovely, lovely set. Oh, have you looked back at all? Photos? I have. Yeah, he's, he's good looking. He's got real nice white, shiny. Oh, yeah. series on. Hang on. Um, good <laughs> set of teeth. So I feel like messaging him and going, how's about throwing a smile once in a while on Mystery Road? Um, <laughs> she also says she loves the podcast. She's a bit behind, but she never skips an episode. So that's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Hinchy82. Yeah. Oh, I had another message from Casey. It's a long message, so I'll just kind of uh, shorten it out. But she was listening. She's quite behind in episodes. She's listening to the one that we talked about binge eating. She said that the connection between binge eating and past trauma, like the penny dropped for her when she heard that. And she messaged me and she said, you're exactly fucking right. You're exactly fucking right. I've been going to the psychologist for a long time and I've never kind of been able to connect the two things and – you're on the money. Now, mm. the last one was a funny one. So this is from Angus. Now, we talked last week about or a couple of weeks ago about how my parents would be at the pub and us kids would ring the pub and they'd go, you know, we go, is mum and dad there? And they'd go, no, sorry, you'd hear mum in the background going, tell them we're not here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is from Angus. So he just sent a note to say uh, he really enjoys the podcast he enjoys the realness of the content and the liberal and artistic use of the F word. He took, he goes, I took those calls from you guys at the long yard and I lied down the phone <laughs> saying I didn't know where your parents were and they were standing right in front of me and I'm now racked with the guilt. <laughs> then he puts in brackets, not really. <laughs> so anyway, he sent us a present, which well, is exciting. I don't want to preempt any, anything. I want no. to get too excited. Yes. But it is time for... And thanks to Angus, I believe we can say... <laughs> well, for the next month for anyway. For the next month, we have a wine sponsor. We do. For <laughs> <laughs> How good. For four weeks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, you have a look at that beautiful, beautiful bottle and I, I definitely took – we took a very artistic shot of this because, listen, we're calling these guys our official wine sponsors. But we are. Listen, they don't know about it, but well, that's okay. No, because it's all interrelated. So Angus knows the guys yes. at Philip Shaw Wines. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Angus got on to his mate. Yes. From Philip Shaw. And his mate used to work at the Long Yard too. Which one? Was it Damien or Daniel? I've done uh, my homework. Damien, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think pretty much Damien. So Philip is the dad. Damien and Daniel, or Dan, as he probably likes to be called to his mates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damien, I'm not sure whether he's a Damo or a Shawry. He could be a Shawry. He could be. They're the sons yes. running this very, very well-respected establishment yeah. in Orange. So Angus got on to the Shaw brothers mm-hmm. who hooked us up yep. with a month's worth of wine of the week. Yes. So whether they like it or not, they're going to get plugged to the bejesus over the next yes. four weeks. Yes, so you can buy some wine too because you can buy it online. You can at philipshaw.com.au. I must stress it's only one L in Philip. Oh, yes, yes, like you could get caught out there. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, of course, you could, you could probably go there when, when the um, cellar door opens again because we need to start doing that, travelling to our regional areas. We do. Areas. They are currently open. Listen, because we can't go fucking anywhere no. else. If you're in Orange, they're currently open for takeaways. Oh, wow. So do okay, that. Okay, wow. Like I said, I take our wine sponsors very seriously. <laughs> yes, thank, thank you. Thank you, Philip Shaw. 
<laughs> I tell you what I liked, what I was so excited about is the labels. Yes. These are very PBF podcast friendly ones. Oh, they're very aesthetic people. They have a range. We'll get on. We've, we've got a selection. Like I'm dying I said. for you to fucking open that. I'm, I'm looking at it salivating. Well, this today is we've got from the Misfits range and this is the Edinburgh Sparkling Envy and it's in PBF pink. While I pour this... It is a 60% Chardonnay, 40% Pinot Noir. God, listen to you. The grapes, the Edinburgh is picked in mid-Feb when the acid and the flavour align, Samantha. You sound like you've done a wine course. I do. I've been to Philip Shaw Wines and done it. That's if I was... On mine. (laughs) (laughs) I've done the online version. (laughs) I've got my certificate from (laughs) Philip Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it smells good. What's the verdict? Oh, it's fucking delicious. (laughs) Don't know anything about wine, Philip Shaw. Damo, this is fucking delicious. The artwork on this is amazing Yeah, it is amazing, yeah. I wonder who the artist is. I'd love to know who the artist is. Thank you very much, Philip Shaw. Thank you, Angus. Yep, for hooking us up. Wine sponsor and wine of the week, (laughs) Philip Shaw Wines, (laughs) philipshaw.com.au. So fucking good. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's the best. Uh, this is usually time we uh, crack open a bit of nosy, but we're not. We're doing no. it fortnightly now. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have to because the thing is anyone trying anything weight loss wise, a week's just not enough time. No. It is if you've got a lot of weight. If you've got like a heap of weight to lose and you drastically change your diet, yes, you can drop a bit of weight like they do in Biggest Loser. <laughs> But for us, um, because it's only a few kilos, it's going to take a little while. So what we're going to do is do a fortnightly weigh-in. Drop them couple of kilos, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit sad without the music, but we, we have to be sad realistic. What are we going to talk about this week? One of the things that someone had messaged me once when I had sort of said, what did you want me to talk about, was best exercises for building muscle. And I just thought, well, why don't we just talk today about building muscle because it's a goal for a lot of people, for men and women. Although the idea of muscle is a bit kind of skewed for a lot of women. Like there's heaps of women that sort of say, oh, you know, I want to tone up, but I don't want to build muscle thing is Tony's muscle we've said that before but also you know what you need to do so there's there's all these different ways of training out there and there's all these different like you get into fitness and you're like right I'm gonna go and do bloody I don't know body pump or or a hit class or whatever I'm doing I'm doing all these squats people doing these challenges online you know I'm doing 100 500 squats a day and tone your legs up and you know all this sort of stuff it's not really how you build muscle you know realistically your body pump and stuff or whatever they call it, they say it, but it's not really. Well, it? no, it I mean, it's a workout, definitely, but, but it's, it's not, more high intensity. You're not going to get ripped from it. Like. Well, and this is the thing, what's ripped, and that's what you and I were talking about. What is ripped and what's not. Yeah, that's right. So for me, ripped is is just being lean. I fucking hate that term. The t- I do too. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I ripped. Just, oh, he's ripped, yeah. Or shredded, you know. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. There was once you brought, you bought a protein shake. Oh, yeah. And it was, it had shredded or something in the play on. Sure, in the name. In the name. And I couldn't look at it. Like, I nearly wanted to throw it oh, out. Oh, I think I know the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was the one from the pharmacy. Yeah, just because of the name of it. Just because yes. of the name. Yeah, yeah, Bioshred yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it was like something. Or, and, and there was another one with, with the cartoon of the muscle bloke and the... 
the skinny bikini clad girl on it as with well. The fake boobs with the fake boobs and everything. That was another pack. one yeah. I nearly thought. Yeah. Well, I'm either decanting that. Yeah, so that's right. So it gives you. Oh, I'm going to decant that. <laughs> Where's a fucking Tupperware container? Yeah, I nearly yeah. did. Yeah, I know. I know it's funny, isn't it? How but finicky that, is that? But every but time I looked at it, I, went, to other I just people. went, that's. Well, it, of course it, it appeals does. to other people. Yeah, it doesn't appeal to me either. Look, for me, like, you know, being shredded or being ripped is just being lean. You see a lot of um, people that do a lot of cardio, they do a lot of high-intensity training, they're, you know, they're not eating enough calories, so they're very, very lean. So you have a six-pack or you're, you know, their delts pop out, blah, 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 and people always go, oh, my God, you know, you should see so-and-so. She's so muscly. She's not muscly. She's lean. They're two different things. And if you want to get lean, how you do that is you need to eat less calories every single day, right? You're going to eat in a calorie deficit. Then you too will get lean. You have a six pack underneath your fucking stomach. Every single fucking one of us does. That's they're the muscles that are there. And even people go, I don't have muscle. Of course you fucking do. That's how you walk around. That's how you fucking sit down. You've got, everyone's got the muscle there. So if you lose enough fat, yeah, you're going to see the muscle. Whether that's, you know, something that if you want to do that, then, you know, knock yourself out. Enjoy being hungry. Uh, (laughs) Because for me, that's not something that I'm interested in, in having or, or doing. And then you get this, this other, we were talking about female trainers that do this type of thing. Like, Mm. you know, uh, build a, build a big butt, you know, building a big butt is in right now, right? It's in. Sir Mix-a-Lot was onto (laughs) it. He, he was 30 years ahead of his time. He was, he was. And I, look, I won't lie. I like a big butt and I like my butt to be big. I, uh, I, if mine starts to look a bit flat, I'm like, oh fuck, look, I start feeling a bit flat. So (laughs) (laughs) if you want to build a butt, you actually have to eat food and train in a way to build that muscle because it's muscle and it's covered in fat too, right? That's what makes it big. You get those girls that do figure comps and stuff. They're very, very, very lean. They don't have massive butts, mm. you know? So I just sort of thought we'd talk about the, the basics of, of, you know, how you fucking hustle to build muscle. What I'm trying to get at is you, you have women that go, look, I've had that many girls come into my gym, right? You know, yep. I want to build a butt, you know, I want to build big shoulders. I want to, okay, good. Then you need to eat this many calories and you need to eat this much protein and you need to train this many times a week. And if there's certain body parts you want to hit, then you've got to hit them multiple times a week, right? But they refuse to eat the food and they refuse to fucking they, – they will not eat those calories because they're too scared of getting fat. But I want to have a butt. Mm. It's not the best of both worlds. You, If you want to get muscular and curvy or strong, then you've got to eat the fucking food and lift the fucking weights. You know, you're not doing it off – going for fucking five kilometer runs every day and like today I read a thing it's like you, you can't be good at everything and I think we have spoken about that before we have. You, you're not going to win a fucking marathon and a fucking powerlifting competition at the same fucking time your body's not going to do that so you need to decide which kind of route you're going to take you know are you going to be into cardio and hit training or are you going to be more into weights and that's not saying you can't cross over of course you fucking can but what I'm saying is if you want to build muscle and you want to get stronger and you want to get muscle mass that you can actually see muscle, like your shoulders, you bite, you want to get some guns or whatever, you need to stop fucking running 510K several times a week. That is doing the opposite of what you need to be doing. You need to be preserving your energy to lift some fucking heavy weights in a gym. The best thing you can do, obviously, is, is learn to lift weights, right? You've got to squat, deadlift, bench, press, row. But the most important thing is you do this with decent technique. And if you're not lifting with proper technique, it's actually fucking pointless. That's obviously to fire the muscles, I'm assuming. Of course, of course. Did I say that right? Fire the muscles. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you did. But it's like <laughs> it's like that time you come in from the gym and you go, oh, I just did some squats out there. 
<laughs> this is at our home gym. It's very well equipped. Anyway, I said, is that right? He's never squatted in his fucking life, right? Go on. I said, uh, what, 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 what weight did you – oh, 70 kilos, you know. How many did you do? Oh, you know, I don't know, four sets of 20. Okay, <laughs> uh, whatever it was, right? I go, give me a demo. No. Of how you did it Don't in the kitchen. To. Yeah. He goes, oh, I just went, pops up onto his toes, crouches down and stands back up like that. Perfect example. Worked your calves out very well. You know? <laughs> or remember that other time you were doing, the, you were doing your rows when we first started. We hadn't sort of really worked out together and you were doing your one-arm rows. And oh, I'm like, yeah, you chipped me on that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's not right. And then I showed you how to do it right. You're like, oh, that's bloody hard. Well, the couples should be supportive of each other. <laughs> no couple of mine is going to be fucking massacring <laughs> exercises, I can assure you. I did get your back, though. I was how? doing a deadlift. One day, mm. and I deliver. You fucking idiot! Fuck I- you, <laughs> fucking idiot! So one of my pet peeves is people at the top of a deadlift pushing the hips too far forward. Yes, you squeeze your glutes when you're at the top, but they roll the shoulders back and they over accentuate it. Right, so it's it's a surefire way to fuck your back up. Right, pushing your hips forward at the start. He pulls the fucking bar up and did it so badly. Like I'm surprised you didn't fucking hurt yourself. You do it for a laugh. You fucking blow a disc. <laughs> the look on your face. Oh, the colour just oh, the fucking drained. <laughs> I just have visions like, have you been deadlifting like that for like fucking eight years? And I didn't know. Like, fuck. God. I know how to deadlift. You went white as a ghost. Yes, because it terrifies me. You know, I see it all the time on Instagram. So get yourself a trainer. And if you can't afford one, get an online coach because online coaches will still work with you. They'll you'll video your lifts. My online clients will video their lifts from the front, from the side. So I can sort of say, look, whatever needs to change here. But you need to learn how to fucking lift weights properly. And I know that blokes think that they know how to lift weights. What is that about? You tell me, Samantha. You tell me. It's fucking atrocious is what it is. What percentage of blokes who go into a gym, big box gym, Mm. and just hit the weights room have never had any instruction in their life? Oh, it'd be extremely... What percentage? Oh, it'd be fucking up there. It's hand-me-downs. I feel like Chinese whispers. It is it's like... losing fucking potency every time someone shows... Some other fucking doofus shows you how to bench press or shows you how to fucking... It's terrible. Terrible. But what I hate too is in a commercial gym, why don't they have... They've got PTs on the floor. Why isn't the... P- why are PTs not going, look, buddy, you're actually going to fucking hurt your back if you keep pushing your hips forward like that at the top of that deadlift. Or you need to tuck your elbows in on that bench press. You need to squeeze your glutes. You need to roll... Squeeze your shoulder blades together. Why are they not out there doing that? They're just letting them fucking... Massacre themselves. Oh. Very, very few people who lift weights, I reckon, men, would have a personal trainer. For men, I reckon, are guys who, you don't want to lose a bit of weight. You know what I mean? They want to yep. shape up, blah, 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 right? But your average Joe who's going to the gym, listen, get away from the wife and kids, lift weights and clang and bang <laughs> with his fucking bros, has never had a fucking personal training session in his fucking life. No. Got taught to squat 20 years ago when he played fucking football with some yeah. old coach who never ever, ever did it <laughs> and never, ever had any qualifications either. And then what's the worst bit is... They get a girlfriend or a partner. The partner decides they, she wants to tone up, so they, they introduce them into, yes. yeah, into oh. the weights room. And then they and show, show them. them. Yes. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. You've seen it too many times. I have. You know. I have. Yes, yeah. I have. And I'm sure many relationship starts on the gym floor like oh. that. Yeah. Figuratively and literally, <sighs> I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, look, technique is really important. <laughs> And it's more important than the weight you're lifting as well. Doing your 70 kg squats for your first time ever would be better off 
just starting off with a bodyweight squat and then building yeah. up to a squat with a bar with good technique and then tacking weight on, okay? So people are just so keen. Even in my gym, girls do it because they see strong girls. And it's like, I want to be like her. Oh, I can do it. I can do the weight. But you can't. You're doing a squat. Your knees are collapsing in. You're fucking hunched over. You're going to hurt yourself. Pride needs to take a, a step back. Everyone who has been lifting for years starts on a bare bar. Everyone starts a, a deadlift on a bar with fucking training plates on it. Well, they should. So it was like when you and I, because I had been training for longer than you started lifting weights. There was a time where I was deadlifting more than you. Oh, I can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to give you a ribbing. I'd be at really? the gym. Really? Uh, listen to you. We know. I'd be at the your gym. Your memory's not the best. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. I'd be at the gym and I'd do like some deadlifts with 100 kilos and I'd send him a photo and I'd go, you want to leave this set up for you? <laughs> That's not funny anymore because you can deadlift about double what I can. But but it, no, and, but it, it is absolutely true. That's right. So if we if we worked out together, I would be pulling a heavier weight than you. Yeah. But uh, And we did in a public gym and you you didn't you weren't ashamed no. to fucking listen pull a couple of 20s off either side <laughs> <laughs> so it's so important you got to learn technique so get a fucking trainer uh, even if you just pay for like four personal training sessions you've got to be decisive in your head okay i i actually want to look at building some muscle that's right i want to taking it, yeah. that as an exercise approach predominantly if you want to get strong you want to build muscle mass predominantly you need to lift weight absolutely you can go for a run once a week you can go for a walk you walk your dog every fucking day you can do a boxing class yeah. but i would not be hammering myself with runs boxing hit if your goal is to build muscle so that's got to be your goal consistency is key and this is the thing people don't give things enough time when you start lifting weights as a newbie you will get the most the the biggest gains muscle gains in the first three months of training you'll never have gains like that again so if you decide tomorrow that you're going to go and when the gyms are open you're going to go and you're going to fucking get a personal training session you're going to start lifting weights you need to be lifting i believe minimum of three times a week if you go hard in those first three months and i don't mean hard like fucking destroying yourself but hard under the guidance of a trainer who is going to progressively overload you and, and you know, add more weight on or more reps on mm. or more difficulty to things. Within the first three months, that's when you'll see the most drastic changes in your body and your strength. After that, it's a slow grind for years, forever. And the thing is, people don't stick to it enough. And we used to joke about that at the commercial gyms that we used to train at. All the blokes start out January, fucking oh. full. Then you and I would still be there, like, you know, nine months later. And where the fuck are all those guys? The fucking, the weight room's fucking empty. They're not there anymore because they just can't fucking consistently stick to it. If you say, look, I'm going to lift weights three days a week, three days a week is fucking nothing. And you do that for 12 months, you look a hell of a lot better and feel a lot better and be a hell of a lot stronger than the the guy or the girl who starts out going fucking, you know, 11, 70, 12 times a week and mm. does it for fucking two and a half weeks, <laughs> buys a disc in their fucking back and it's all over, you know? So be fucking consistent. If you're choosing this, then this – like for me, lifting weights is – it's like a wanker, but it is a lifestyle. I'm going to be lifting weights till I'm fucking 100 if I can, you know. I will never stop weight training. And the other thing is I don't ever take a break from it either. I don't take time off lifting weights. And that's what people do. They take months off. Then they go, oh, I'll go back to the gym. But the thing is too, your gym, sometimes when you go to the gym, you might get a PT comes with your fucking membership, you know, and they write your program. And then you go back to the gym and you've got no idea what you're fucking doing. You know what I mean? Mm. You go, oh, you know, exercise this, you know, do this. You're like, fuck, what's that? When you get that program, the other mistake that people make is they just keep doing that same fucking program for like three months. 
you need to progressively overload. So you need to be consistently up in the ante for you to be getting results. And that can look like more reps or heavier weight, slowing down the movements or working out more times each week. You know, you're starting out doing two sessions a week, you're going to jump up to three. But you have to consistently progressively overload. You can't keep fucking doing the same weights all the time. And I'm always gently getting up my girls in my classes because they'll come in and they'll just do what's comfortable. It's just comfortable to just squat mm-hmm. the bar with two, five, like 30 kilo squats. Easy, fucking easy. I'll just keep doing that. You've got to keep fucking challenging it. Otherwise, it's just the fucking same old, same old. Just quickly, have you tasted your wine? I have. It's delicious. Thank you, <laughs> Philip Shaw Wines, our wine sponsor. Loving having a wine sponsor. Oh, I know. We're living our best <laughs> life. I'm just going to let that dog in. Hang on. And we're back. It was a two for one deal. Two dogs. So cute. <laughs> they just sit up next to me on the lounge now. Like as soon as I open the door, they sort of came, you know, like how greyhounds come out of the gate, you know, like at a race. Yeah. Open the door. They just be shooting, <laughs> shooting into the room, into the studio. So yes, you need to continually progressive overload. You need to challenge yourself. And that is the same if you're doing cardio as well. You can't keep doing the fucking same 5k loop hmm. at the same pace. You need to fucking add some hills in or add some more length onto the run or go a bit fucking faster. Your body gets used to it, doesn't it? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, of course. The body adapts really quickly. The other thing you need to do is you need to make a mind-muscle connection with the muscle that you're working at the time. So I know that lots of people just do the exercise without even thinking about what they're doing. They're just trying to impress that girl in the gym with those, <laughs> with those shitty bicep curls, swinging those hips, look, swinging that dick. Um, what you need to be doing is feeling the muscles switch on as you're working them. That's why another reason why you should work with a trainer. So you should know that when I do a, like for example, those deadlifts I did the other day, mm. when I do a heavy deadlift, and I hope this happens for you too, as soon as I pull, I feel my glutes go bang. So just doing an exercise, randomly swinging a fucking weight around, it's proven and it's scientifically proven that if you're thinking about the muscle that you're working, if you were doing a squat and I stuck my finger into your glute, this is where you're meant to feel it. You'll go, oh, yeah, right. Let's stick my finger fucking into the glute, the glute, the glute, <laughs> the glute, the glute. What about that fucking lifestyle? Christ or fucking Marty. <laughs> Things I hate. <laughs> <laughs> very different things. Similar part of the body, very, very different, different things. The glute. Do you imagine? Yeah. You'd jump a fucking mile. Uh, well, yes. Fucking like that time I did the hamstring curl and I sat back on that thing and it literally <laughs> went up my ass. <laughs> Colour drained from my face, I can assure you. <laughs> Do you know it all right? Not for me. Yeah, fucking no way. Uh, <laughs> Well, beds are for sleeping and fucking. Uh. Assholes are for fucking shitting out of. <laughs> That's it. That's According it. According to Sammy Rigby, bedrooms are for sleeping and fucking. Yeah, vaginally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so making that my muscle connection is really important. You've got to think about the muscle that you're working. Every time you do a tricep, a skull crusher, think about the muscle. So that's why I always talk to my girls when I do explain an exercise to them. I say, you need to be feeling this here. My muscle connection. 
very, very important. It's, it's a bit zen. It's yeah, a bit I was going to say it's a bit zen, a bit yeah. mindfulness. Yeah, it's good. And you need to be mindful when you're lifting weights. You really do. You can't be glazed over. And that's one of the things. When my girls are doing a heavy, you know, when they're going for a heavy lift, I'm like, you know, everyone stop fucking talking. Fucking concentrate, concentrate. on this. Because this is when you hurt yourself. The times that I've hurt myself are exactly that. Happened to me this week. Oh, I was glazed over do? for a run, took a tumble. Oh, <laughs> oh tell them. So I don't, oh, so. oh, yeah, after that, tell me. Because I was. I tripped on the footpath. There was a bit of an undulation on the in the concrete. Down right? on the highway. And I kicked the toe and I knew it was coming. Mm, Here mm, we go. Mm. You know how everything just slows. You know, and, and back when you were a kid and you'd go over the handlebars of the yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, you yeah I've just done know that too. I've done it once in my lifetime. Oh, I'll and tell I'm you thinking story about that. I did it. My, oh my God. only thought was you got to get yourself away from this concrete and somewhere else. So I kind of midair tried to move yeah. to my right. Yeah, my hands got Grace. a bit of the concrete. He had a bit of blood on. He had, had a, a bit. bit he had a bit of blood on his shorts, but mostly tumbled into the the grassy prickly area. Oh. But was okay, my darling. And were you down on the public road where everyone? <laughs> Isn't on the busy part of the road? Gunnaganoo Road. It's a bit <laughs> quieter, at least, no, no, with no. COVID. Oh, was it busy? Oh, it was busy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening and you saw Kev take that tumble, please message me. Yeah, and for those playing at home, it's like one of the main thoroughfares in the in the city. Yes, it's one of the entry roads into our town. And there were cars everywhere. Fuck. And I just took... Just get up and fucking keep Well, running. I did. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a car start to slow down. And I'm thinking, <gasps> oh, fuck. Are you all right, mate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and thought, it's your worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but what's going to be more embarrassing? Oh, bless uh, them. Having just taken a tumble. Oh, or a car stopping to help yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> when you've hit a certain age. Oh, Thank darling. <laughs> so I suppose it didn't help your ego when you were running back into our street and I was in the car with Parker and we wound the window down and I yelled out, keep running, barge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, how we and, laugh. Then, and then she yells out, you're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing over the handlebars as well quickly. When I was in during the HSC, my sister, I was just a ridiculous study. I didn't fucking study. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm like, oh, I need a break from study. Very much like our daughter. My little sister, Bobby, was like, oh, let's go ride our bikes. Let's, you want to go for a bike ride? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I was wearing some dress that was really, really short. Of course it fucking was. Like just covered my ass, right? <laughs> And I'm riding the bike in the dress in the street we used to live in, which was a circuit, and I'm riding the bike and I stand up on the pedals to tuck my skirt under my, my dress under my ass, lean too far forward. Get caught. Completely flip the fucking bike. And I'm not, I'm not, like I was in year 12. Can you imagine? <laughs> Listen, skirt would have been up over, my dress would have been up over my fucking head, like fucking Bond's undies out for the world to see. Fucking, and I just remember Bobby laughing so fucking hard and I was so fucking angry because I took massive hunks out of my knees and my elbows. Like it was so, I remember standing in the shower, you know how you're like, you're like, oh, the water, the water, you know, the hot water, you remember the water going on when you graze yourself? It was so fucking bad. Fucking little bitch. <laughs> I think she sort of fanged off too. Like, you know, like stood up on her pedals and fanged off. And I had to limp home, like a limping oh, home, walking with uh, the bike. Yeah. Fucking dreadful. A little bit less exciting than the time I rode around that same circuit on a yeah. scooter naked with my friend. Why? See, that's a pro- <sighs> well, it doesn't surprise me because you've got a rebellious streak to your nature. 
I would think you, we were drunk. I'd say we were. I'd drunk. say so. I don't know why we did it, but I think we'd been out or something. I don't know. She had a little scooter, like a little. It was an actual Vespa. We had these neighbours that were very stuffy and very uppity. They See, lived next door to and us. That, yeah, they got that my to, goat. They got your yeah. goat. And if someone because what they do, <laughs> what they do. Is I they, could I could see your eyes flick. I go, ah, oh, yeah, now I yeah, can see yeah, why she yeah. did it. So when we when it started with this, when I used to drive down my street. So in Australia, we drive down the left side of the road, but my house was on the right side of the road. So when I drive down my street, I would just veer to the right and park my car. So it was technically parked the wrong way facing. Quiet street, country town, who cares? Someone cared. <laughs> and I know who it fucking was. These fucking next door neighbours. They contacted the police about it. Did they? Yeah. And the police came and said, uh, they left a note on my car saying this car is illegally parked and if it happens again, yeah, right? So these I, are the kind of fucking people they were. I can see Just yeah. fucking boring cunts, right? <laughs> so anyway... My parents would go away when I got old enough, like I was sort of 17, 18, my parents would go away to Port Macquarie. I fucking hated it. So I would stay at home, right, under the guise of looking after the animals. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. They took the dogs. I don't yeah. know. I would just be at home, right? But, of course, I'd have my fucking friends and my boyfriend and everything over, right? Oh, second mum got in the fucking driveway. Knock, Se- knock, knock. Yes. Oh, I just need you to know that Sammy had a boy stay over, like, you know, four nights in a row and fucking blah, blah. Like, she was a fucking moron. I don't know who they were. Like, what are their names? Uh, the surname was, and her name was, and she used to look through the blinds. Just was constantly fucking snooping and watching. So we do things to just stir her up. You know what she needed? A good root. I was just gonna say. <laughs> I was just gonna say some fucking vitamin D by the sounds of it. I don't think. Old, oh, I can't remember what the husband's name was. He, I don't think he was too much. I think it was her. It was her, but she definitely needed a fucking root. Definitely <laughs> needed a root. <laughs> if you're out there. <laughs> God, I can only imagine how bitter and old you are now. Fuck. Be nasty. Anyway, uh, so we just used to do things to stir her up. So sometimes, <laughs> this is terrible. Like we'd come home from the fucking pub. Like we'd be, had uh, we would have been drunk. Listen, we would do things like, um, look, we're on the front lawn. <laughs> like copper squat, <laughs> me and my friends. Kill a just, patch. Yeah, <laughs> just to fucking, you know, stare up. Anyway, I don't know whether what she must have done something particularly fucking annoying, and that's what brought on the scooter incident. So anyway, my friends like you know they're fucking bitches. She's always fucking on us about shit. Yeah, and my friend used to literally live with us. She would, so we just stripped off, got on the scooter, and then just started doing loops of the circuit. Right, but all the while we're beeping the scooter horn. So she was on the front, I'm in the back, and I had long hair. My hair's like blowing in the breeze. Right, we had no helmets on, of course. Butt naked, and we're tooting the horn, and she's yelling out, "The world is ending! The world is ending! Everybody, the world is ending!" Like, beep, 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 beep. And we went around like that. Well, of course, all the neighbours just came out. Everyone just started surfacing, you know, out of the houses, out of the houses, you know. Finally, fucking <laughs> comes out in a fucking dressing gown, you know, arms folded with that sour fucking look on her face. Remember, my parents came out. My mum's coming. She's just like fucking laughing. She's like, "You two are fucking lunatics." But Angus, who sent us the wine, yeah, I used to work at the pub when I was older, and I remember I walked into the front bar at the pub, and as soon as I was there for like the afternoon, evening shift, and as soon as I walked in, everyone's going beep 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 beep, and I'm like, 
what's this about? And I remember he sort of grabs me by, you know how a, a parent grabs a naughty kid by the arm? You know, you know how you squeeze a kid's bicep? You're like, come, come with me. And you do yeah. it in the quiet You talk like room. this. He goes, he grabs my arm. He goes, you were working out in the back restaurant tonight. <laughs> It's like, look, all right then. <laughs> they moved out eventually. I can't top that. Yeah, I don't even know what we're on about. <laughs> where we're at now. Right, let me have a look at my list. I do have a list here. Okay, so listen, if you are already lifting weights, you are going to get stronger regardless of what you do, provided you add more weight onto the bar. However, if strength is your main game, you need to do lower reps with bigger rests, heavier weight. So for a deadlift, if you're working on getting your deadlift heavier, you're going to do four sets of five, not four sets of 20. If you want to build muscle that you can see and touch, you're going to do higher reps with a shorter rest and with some kind of burnouts at the end where you're kind of training till failure where it's you might do like at the moment. By low rep, I mean sort of anything under eight. Higher rep is anything between eight and kind of 20. Like these are big sets, you know what I mean? And you're, you're going to get in. So my squats at the moment, I'm doing a set of 20, and you're a set of 16 instead of 12. But if I was training for strength, I'd probably be doing five sets of five or, you know, three sets of six or four sets of six, something like that. So so if you're a relatively fit person and you're wanting to work on getting a hell of a lot stronger, mm. you want to increase your deadlift, your bench press, your squats, your rows, then you are going to work with those lower rep ranges, but you've got to use those really heavy weights, as yeah. heavy as you can pull with good form. If you are looking at, Sculpting, I hate that. No, I hate that fucking term. But sculpting your body. Have you body. actually thought about doing a whole new gym dictionary? Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we're yeah. talking yeah. ripped. Yeah, shit. fucking things. Yeah, sculpting shit, shit. Fucking shit. Sculpting shit. Now the final thing we need to fucking talk about is protein. You can't build fucking muscle if you're not eating fucking protein. And I don't care whether you're plant-based or vegan or vegetarian or you're a carnivore, you need to eat protein and you need to eat quite a fucking lot of it. So if you are a vegan, it is tricky, but you need to work that shit out because that's the lifestyle that you're going, you've chosen. So you need to fucking work it out. The shardy Pinot, bit gassy for you? A little bit. <laughs> I'm trying to discreetly. Did you hear one? Did you hear one? I you saw, saw your it. face. Yeah. I don't think it got picked up on the microphone. And I must I stress not. that it has nothing to do with the quality of uh, <laughs> the Edinburgh NV. From I'll tell Philip you what, Shaw. it's probably got more to do with my gulping. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't so delicious, I wouldn't be gulping so fast. Like my glass is empty again. Wouldn't be gulping. Is there any left? Yeah, there's a little bit. Mm. Once again, from Philip Shaw, our Wine of the Week sponsor. <laughs> you watch their sales skyrocket in seven yeah, days. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> protein. you got to fucking eat it right. So protein is the stuff from animals basically, but they're the plant-based versions of things like tofu, tempeh. You can get vegan protein powders, those type of things. It, this is for everyone, okay? So this is not just for people trying to build muscle. This is for every motherfucker out there. Here's the thing. As you age, you're going to lose muscle rapidly from the age of, I don't know, 40, I reckon late 30s. It's, yeah, right. it's you're going downhill, right? This is the reason why your grandma is as fucking as hollow as a bird when you hug her. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like she's a bird because she's got no fucking muscle, right? And this is why young people 
are, are all thick and full of muscle. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you know, listen, like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, although but, we've, we've over the hump there. <laughs> so you need to eat. You got to get protein in. If you are relatively inactive, it doesn't matter. You still need to eat it, and you need to be eating at a bare minimum one gram of protein per kilo of body weight per day. If you are looking to gain muscle, you can eat anywhere from 1.5 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo per day. This is provided you've got no health issues with your kidneys or anything like that. Mm. But this means it's quite a bit of protein. So, for example, for you, Kev, we're going to go off 95 kilos, right? Thank you. Goal weight. (laughs) Thank you. He's so cute. You're a good wife. Times two, right? (laughs) Yeah, you're looking at 190 grams of protein per day. It's a lot of fucking protein yeah. when you look at it. But if you are serious about building muscle, this is what you need to do. For me, I'm, I'm 75 kilos. Listen, on a good day. <laughs> look, pre-COVID. Um, so I need to eat 150 grams of protein a day. I don't know that I hit that every day, but I get pretty fucking close. I, I get up to about 130, kilo, uh, 130 kilos. Fucking please no. <laughs> 130 grams a day. But what it does is it is what repairs and builds the muscle, right? So when you work out, you create micro tears. The protein jumps in and fills those gaps kind of and um, repairs the muscle. The other thing that's good about it is that it keeps you full for longer. It's a fucking essential macronutrient. You need to fucking eat it. Is it harder to digest and therefore burns more calories? Yeah, yeah, you remembered. Yes, look at you. It's got a high thermic effect, right? So when you eat protein, and the the stats vary, but listen, let's say roughly 30% of the calories that you've ingested through that protein are used in the digestion of that protein. If there's anything you want to be eating quite a bit of, it's that. But the problem is if you are not eating enough, and most women, I can guarantee you, my nutrition clients, they they come on board, they fill out a food diary for me. Majority of women are getting like fucking between 50 and 60 grams a day. Like it's fucking like... Is it the most common deficiency? I reckon. Absolutely. Fuck. The problem is though, when I say to people you need to eat more protein, they freak out because they're like, oh, I just can't eat all that. You can, but you're going to have to cut some of the other shit out. You've got to cut out some of those carbs. You've got to cut out some of, of the rest of the shit, some of the treats to get that protein in. If you're serious about building muscle, then you will. Um, because what will happen if you don't eat enough, your muscles, your body becomes catabolic, which is the opposite to anabolic. Mm. Not the steroid, but anabolic. <laughs> so catabolic means that your muscles will start to waste away. So if you are exercising a lot, and this doesn't matter whether you're doing cardio or you're doing um, weights, mm. you need to be replenishing protein st- stores. You need to be putting that back in. Otherwise, every single thing that you do is just fucking going around and around in circles. Your muscles are going to, yeah, the, essentially it's going to waste away. Yep. And that's what happens when people get older. You get uh, sarcopenia, which is age-related muscle wastage. That just happens anyway. So that's why we need to fight like a motherfucker to keep all the muscle that we have. So even if you're inactive, eat more protein at the expense of other other um, other macronutrients, which are fat, protein, and carbohydrate. Oh, on the Philip Shaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, mean, I Go. was going to raise the Go. same thing. They sent in the wine. There was a recipe for focaccia. We forgot, to, we forgot to do it. I made it. I'm terribly apologetic, Philip Shaw, that we didn't mention that. When the, when the parcel came. There was a had... recipe in there for bread. And I've been having a bit of it, like everyone has in COVID lockdown. They're trying to make bread. I tried to make sourdough. 
just didn't fucking work. Mind you, I made two terrible lives and Kevin and Parker ate it like it was the best thing. Oh, it was delicious. Yeah, my family are very cute. doesn't matter what I make. They fucking, <laughs> they just eat it. Oh, this is the best mum, you know. But I did the focaccia today. The recipe came in the pack. So when you order your wines, there's a little recipe in there. It was super simple. I did it today. Made the most massive, massive fucking slab of focaccia. <laughs> it was so big. We all had... A couple, couple of pieces. pieces each and I have frozen like, oh, my God, this is for gosh for days. And Parker was just hilarious. Oh, this is the fucking best. <laughs> Sitting there in a fucking Qantas pyjamas. <laughs> She's wearing a Qantas pyjamas at the what? kitchen bench because she doesn't get up till fucking noon, you know, hooking back the focaccia. This is the fucking best, Mum. You're the fucking best. That has been the most hilarious thing the last few recent days. She's been wearing the Qantas business class. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look, look. Reminiscent. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she wears them, I get a giggle too. Because anyone who's ever flown business class knows that those those pyjamas, they shrink. They're really bad shrinkage factor. So when you wear them on the plane, they're fine. They're probably Give them only, a wash up, you lose about three inches off the fucking legs. Yeah. Like, they're probably only meant to be worn once. <laughs> But everyone, we don't. Everyone wears them all the time. Yeah. I always remember Dad. Dad will wear them all the time. And same thing, ankles out. like Because yeah. they just shrink so bad. <laughs> I refuse to wear them now because they shrink so bad. I wear the top when I get a spray tan. But I gave her the other sets when I cleaned out my drawers. I've got thousands in my pyjama. Oh, have you really? Yeah. Oh, fuck, given her. She fucking loves them. Fucking swanning around <laughs> pretending she's because flying business class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably sets up there in a, in a fucking queen-sized bed. Drinking a fucking bloody kombucha out of a wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> Will that be all, Miss Rigby? <laughs> so that's it. That's the basics, cool. right? Don't go overboard with your cardio. Plan some good, a good number of sessions per week, at least three to four. Be very consistent. Focus on those big lifts. Please get your technique right. Understand that you need to do higher reps with a shorter rest. You need to progressively overload. So more reps, more weight slow it down or more workouts each week making your mind muscle connection protein fucking protein eat more fucking protein if you have to ditch some of your precious carbs you're gonna have to fucking do that all right that's you gotta do what you gotta do rest and recovery you can't train six seven days a week it's fucking stupid if that's what you're doing just fucking stop four good heavy weight sessions a week a couple of good cardio sessions as in but more leisure cardio, you know, walk with a friend, hike, something like that. But you don't need to flog yourself in those sessions because really you need to have that. You've got to rest to build the muscle. But anyway, they're the basics. If you've got any questions, you can send them through to me and I'll answer them. My word. But uh, <laughs> my word, you will. She will. <laughs> She's got plenty of time yeah, on her hands at the moment. Nothing fucking better to do. So any, any questions, let me know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can have a merch sale. I am, I am, I a, am. A COVID sale? Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you insist on it, yes. <laughs> we This is a gym swag <sighs> sale because very, very soon you're going to be back in your gym. Then you want to look cool. Cool. Well, you want to look cool. That was dumb, wasn't it? If you want to look really smart <laughs> at the gym. That's a smart outfit, isn't it? You look moo. Coming soon, the PBF slacks. <laughs> yeah. They've got elastic at the back. <laughs> But at the front, they look like a like a proper pant. <laughs> no, we have T-shirts. Oh. We have black. They're all black. 
black t-shirts, but these are proper cotton, good, good, good quality, amazing quality printing on the front, never cracks. Thing is, we're doing a whole new bunch of merch. Yeah, yeah, we are. We there are. may or may not be a bedrooms are for sleeping and fucking bedroom pyjama type shirt. <laughs> in the new range, in the new range. So we've got to get this old stock out. Oh, so no, there's, can... not, there's not one now. No, no. so we've got to get this stock out. So we've got some hoodies if you're in Australia and it's cold or New Zealand, it's, it's cold. So we've got some lovely hoodies. These are amazing quality. They are super, super warm. They don't pill. They're anti-pill because I'm fucking anti-pills. I fucking mm. hate them. How much were you reducing these by? Good question. How much would you like to reduce them by? 40%. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, because 25 is just like dicky. Don't waste my time. 30 gets your interest. Yeah, but don't. 40, still, you go, I'm oh, in. well, I kind of have to in. now. I'm fucking in. 25% <laughs> off. I'm like, fucking, what? Is that the best you can fucking do? It's not enough for me. I'm sorry. Did you... Back in the day, now I'm going back, there was a jeweller in town. Here in town? No, in Toowoomba. Right. I was a kid. Every year they had a progressive sale. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it on TV. How does it work? Well, it goes up like 2% every day. Every day until it gets to 50%. So it's a bit, well, do I get in now? Or do I just hold off a bit longer? Oh, God. And it's shit jewellery too. It, I, hate, oh, it's I, always hate, shit. I hate jewellery. <sighs> Look, I'm not into jewellery. We had to go on a tour there with a school excursion uh. because the kids... The guy would have thought he was a marketing fucking genius who came up with that. That was one of the places we'd go on the school excursion. What, to, to the see, fucking jeweller? To the jeweller because they made it upstairs. Oh, they made the jewellery there. They, well, they made some of the jewellery up there. <laughs> oh, we went to a bloody... A sweatshop, essentially. What for? Just to see how workplaces did things. Oh, God. So we went to a jeweller. We went to a sweatshop. Are you serious? I've been to Womba. Yeah. And we went to the bakery. Sounds like one of those tours, like when you go to fucking Thailand, you know, and you go, like, you know how you book your tour out to fucking, I don't know, do some, see some fucking sightseeing. And then on the way back, they go, oh, okay. My friend owns a fucking jeweler. So <laughs> yeah. we're just, we're just going to drop in here. And I'm like, this is not part. I don't remember this being part of the fucking thing. Oh, here we have, you know, and you get in there and they're like that. I've been on those. I think I was with mum. What the fuck? Where are we? Oh, we just got to <laughs> call into this warehouse now, see if you want to buy some fabric. What the fuck? This is, I just want to go and see the fucking, um, the fucking volcanic thing, yeah. you know, whatever it was, the bubbling springs or something. And here I no. am. Yeah. No. Fucking going to the bloody jewellery. Yeah. The thing is, Toowoomba had the Wee Spa factory. Yeah, go there. For fuck's sake. Every school excursion should be there. Every kid gets a fucking Wee Spa. Correct. Yeah. And budget, you could buy... Listen to me, and then you buy the boxes like for 40, 40% off, 40% off. Fucking, that makes much more sense. <sighs> Speaking anyway, of 40% off, we're going to do it. So yeah. if you go to the PBF website, pbfhq.com.au forward slash merch, that's the full title, or you can just go to pbfhq.com.au. There's a merch Root link around there. and find it. Have a look. They go from extra small up to, I think we have two XL. Two XLs, so, yeah. but, but, they're, but they're limited. Yeah, limited yeah. sizes. And have a virtual route around. Find yeah, what you like. And then yourself. when you get to the coupon, all you need to enter is PBF40. Oh, that's nice. 40% will be taken off straight away. I love it. Oh, there's nothing nicer. Then then, yeah, I know, co- I know, oh. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And then, then watching it drop, what's not uh, a good feeling is when you have a code, it but it's expired work. and you go, yeah, fuck it, I think this is going to work. You can't, it's like, it just that coupon is not fucking, fuck you. Have you have Abort you, mission. <laughs> have you done it? Have you gone online shopping and then gone for a quick Google search to see if there's any coupons? I d- absolutely, yeah. of course I do. Of course I do. All the time. All the time. All the time. Fuck yeah. 
God, you're an idiot if you don't. I if know. you're paying full price for anything, you're a fucking chump. <laughs> Seriously. PBF 40 will not. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Be denied. So yeah, there you good. go. Okay, well, that'll be awesome. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to clear that up. I'm excited to get some new fucking stock in. Some new exciting yeah, merch. Yeah, some new cute stuff. Oh, also too with the sizing and and it, I think it does explain it on there. No size these, guides are there. These are yeah, these are men's sizing. So the, the, all the size guides are there. Yeah, good. It's got good, everything good, good. you need to get the. I think correct you'll find fit. I'm modeling everything too. So you that's are, nice. Because you're a <laughs> fine model and you were, you were cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> we should wrap it up again. Thank you to our wine sponsor, Philip Shaw Wines. <laughs> and this week's wine of the week, the Edinburgh Sparkling NV. Damo and Dan and Phil, the dad we can't. Yeah, old man Phil, the, yeah. The man old who Phil. started it all. Yes. We got him for another few weeks, so I look forward to next week's uh Wine of the week. They're all different. I'm so fucking excited. If you want to get yourself some Philip Shaw wines, and you should because it's delicious, especially the Edinburgh Sparkling. Philip this is the only one we've tried. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> philipshaw.com.au. Philip with one L. Yes. That is Philip with one L. philipshaw.com.au. PBF podcast wine sponsor. <laughs> That'll do it. Thank you again for your company. Catch you next week. <laughs> you I'm took like, a while. I'm like, I'm like, am I meant to say something? I don't know. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye for now. Say hello to your mum for me. <laughs> Thanks, Rove. <laughs>